It's time for Who Watch, Time and Relative Blackness in Space. Today we're discussing episode 8 of Doctor Who season 10, The Lie of the Land. In this episode, the Doctor is working with the monks, Bill fights against fake news, and Nardole is of use for once. It only took 8 episodes. I kind of feel like Nardole was of use last week. Was he? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he died, so. No, this is useful. Well, he didn't, though. Like, we find out he didn't. He just got sick. Well, yeah. But, you know. He did his part. Um, okay, so um, I don't know where to start. It's been, it feels like it's been so long because I did the last week's episode with Angelique. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think this episode so. definitely, I liked it better than the last one. Yes. I thought that, like, the first one was really confusing. The second one, it felt like, I don't know. It was fine. It just, like, kind of... Some of it, I didn't understand, like, what was the point, kind of. Like, obviously, there was a point, but it just felt really, like, like meandering, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but... I mean, I, I said this last week, too. I think that's kind of the trouble that you get in with, like, second of a trilogy. Thing. Yeah. It always feels just like a bridge. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it was. Because it was just kind of like, what's happening? It's slower than, like, you know what I mean? Like, we know we're not going to resolve anything. So, like, why is it here? Like, there's certain things. Yeah. I'm a much bigger fan of two-parters because of that. Two-parters are, you have to be very concise and, like, set it up and then knock it down. Right. And when you add in that third part, unless there's a good, good reason for it. It usually fails. And I think the only other three-parter we've had was, like, a surprise three-parter. Like, it ended up, really, the first part just ended up having a cliffhanger at the end, and then it was a two-parter, which was, it was actually the one that this episode reminded us of, of, like, so it was that Sound of Drums, like, trilogy, where, like, the first one, they went to the end of the universe, and that was so it was like a separate story, but oh, the right. end it was like oh shit it's the master, and then there was a two parter, but I think sometimes it gets counted as a three parter. Um, so yeah, and but yeah, but I liked this one. I thought it was like really, I mean, it was very clearly what like clear what they were responding to, um, mm-hmm. in this in this story. Like I don't know. I, yeah, this one was very clearly about fascism and dictators um, and oppression, whereas and fake news, and fake news. Fake very explicitly day. fake news, which, you know, we're going to see that a lot in a lot of television shows in the next like 10 years, five years. But, you know, this is like when we first start 
getting it. There was some other, oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was like, there was some other show that also did this in the place that I won't mention because Robin will yell at me. So yeah, so I thought like I thought it was cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you know we start off with like the monks. We see like we hear the doctor like telling the history of the monks along with like the history of the human race, and they're like tell everyone that they've basically been around since the beginning of time, like shepherding humanity through like its civilizations and whatever. So it's interesting because they use like Bill and the doctor very much like in order to make this happen. So. They use the doctor's voice to kind of reinforce these things. And then they use... And then also, they kind of, like, take credit for some shit the doctor did, which I felt like was hella shady. They were like, defeated the Daleks and the Cybermen. <laughs> I was like, and the Weeping Angels. I was like, yo, you a lie. Mm. It's like mm. plagiarism. Um, and then also using, like, <laughs> Bill's consent, which I put in quotes because it really wasn't consent. Like, I know, I have so don't... many questions about that. Because if the first dude didn't consent, like, if his consent wasn't accepted, then how was Bill's consent accepted when she very, like, honestly asked them, she was like, you can have it, just give him his sight back, and then immediately after said, you got your sight, give me back my planet. Like, she wasn't consenting to them taking over at all. She was just like, give the doctor the sight, and they were like, oh, because it's love of the doctor, back, and I was like, no, but that's not love for you and like you can't demand right. somebody love you when you're gonna especially if you're about to like take over their shit I've... especially when their love for that person is also tied immediately into their faith that that person is gonna defeat you right so, so like it, like I, I think like, I think that's yes, less I will give you I will give myself up to be your hostage as long as you let Bayana go when I know that Bayana isn't just gonna just go off and live her happy life. She's gonna come back and get me. Like, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. If one of us, you gotta let one of us go, let Bayana go. <laughs> She's smarter, cooler in a, in, a, in, a, in a crisis. She could probably keep her head. I'll be here. And then turn and look at you like, but bitch, you better come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's basically what happened. Right. And how is that consent? It's not. It's not. It's totally not. Like, it's under pressure and duress. Like, it's not what that is. But also, I feel like you mentioned in the first of this, like, trilogy that the monks reminded you of the silence. And I didn't see it until this episode and really the, a very, like, specific scene um, where they're, like, trying to break into the fortress or whatever. And then the the monks start to attack the um, the guards. And it was like, they were, their fingers were super long and they were pointing at people and there was like uh, electricity coming out of their hands, which then turned solid. So I wasn't really sure what that was, but there were like certain scenes where I was like, that was literally in The Impossible Astronaut. Like, I remember that scene. Right. <laughs> it was really familiar. We're recycling, we are heavily recycling storylines and monster abilities right. at this point. And I think some of it is like references and then it makes it like nice and other stuff like the monks in the silence being very similar was kind of like, mm, didn't we do this already? Whereas like other ones right. felt like kind of throwbacks like, hey, remember this? Like for example, um, in the very beginning when they show the doctor like telling this story, um, you see, like, a bunch of people watching, like, these television sets through a storefront, and the store is Magpie Electricals, which is, like, a throwback to season two and an episode that, like, I don't particularly care for. But 
I liked the throwback. You know what I mean? Even still, it's like, oh, we, we yeah. sat through that episode. And I remember Magpie and The Wire. And it was a bad episode. But, you know, cool. It was a bad season. It was. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. Like, I think the other thing is, you know, there, this episode was really, to me, really heavy mm-hmm. on Sound of the Drums. And I was like, if at the end of this, they all have to say the doctor at the same time. <laughs> like, I'm going to throw my computer And I actually think that they did a really interesting, but, like... And they kind of did that. They did, it but like, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, it was all Bill's yeah. thoughts, and then it was, like, say her mom. Like, it just made it more... And I, I want to save some of that for Bill Phil's, but, like, it made it less, yeah. like, religious and also sweeter and, like... Not as heavy handed. Right, like his her her memories of her mother untouched and unsullied by the monk. Mm-hmm. I also love the idea that Bill has made her mom into her imaginary friend. Yeah. Because I like I feel like that is kind of a really interesting way and like Narl kind of ruined it when he's like, I had an imaginary friend once, he left me for someone else and I was like, Shut up, this is not <laughs> that this is her mother also, fam. Just shut up. Right. right. But, like, it reminds me of when people, like, you know, go to um, graves and talk to their loved ones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like she's carrying that memory around, and it's not her mom, really, because she was really young when her mom died, so she doesn't probably remember that much. But um, I really wish Connie was here, because I won't, I won't, like, I loved that sentiment, and I loved how that comes back. To like save the day. Yeah. Um, Although now I'm not sure that I want an episode where like Bill goes back in time to meet her mom. Yeah, I don't think you can have that now because it's. Yeah, I think it, it. I think at this point, like her mom is this character, right? And it's more like the idea of her mom is this character, and like kind of is Bill's backbone. Like that's who she goes to when she's like in trouble. And then going back and meeting her might, and maybe that's the point. That could be the point. Like her going back could potentially like ruin that. But yeah, I don't know. But I really well, like that thread that throughout the story. More seasons with Bill, so we can get that guys, writers, producers. Um. So I guess want to start with like Bill. So we we open with this family watching Doctor give the history of the monks and humanity, which is like. Is that something that they have to watch daily? Is that something right. that, like, you know what I mean? Like, how they were all, it was, like, the family with the little boy, and they're sitting there watching it, and it's, like, is that compulsory? I mean, like, some some part of it is, right? Because then immediately the police state, like, burst in the door and arrest the mom for crimes against, like, thoughts, basically. Like, mm-hmm. she can remember and believe that the monks have only been there for six months and that is what's going to get her put and sent to a work camp for 10, 20 years. Right. Um, so then it's like they're also monitoring thoughts. And so I was a little bit confused too because when Bill goes back and starts talking to her mom, I thought like, oh, the people coming to bang down the door were going to be like the state and it was Nardal. But like how does that work you know what I mean yeah and I mean I was confused about that too like do they leave her alone because they know that's like her thoughts are the ones that are 
but then also like there was that moment where they were breaking into the spot to save the doctor and the monk looks directly at bill and i'm like you don't recognize her but don't you know her don't you right. that, i'm like that doesn't seem realistic so that was really confusing to me because i was like can you just not is she invisible like you just not know how do you not know who she is like she's the whole reason that y'all even able to be doing this right now um so yeah i don't, I don't know yeah there's always these like little things mm-hmm. that like it's like i've always said that it, you you can't poke at them too much because then it like everything crumbles but like those like the how did Nardo get the um get river's diary like that is something that you were we can like you know, maybe they went back in time, or they did you know, like, there are ways to justify that, but then something like the monk looking directly in Bill's eyes, like, you can't justify that. That's just a bad piece of, like, oh, this will look really awesome. Right. But... And like, it's really it tropey, too, sense. right? Like, she, they walk right. in, and then they... Yeah, it's really tropey, and doesn't fit there, because, like, she should... They should know her. Especially if all of the, the soldiers were on the doctor's side mm-hmm. so they were gonna let them through anyway so there could have just been like that really scared like looking at her thing and then a noise happens or whatever and then he just lets them through but like that was what was supposed to be it was like oh they're not they're about to get caught because they're gonna do a, a sweep or whatever um and then the monk comes and, like, distracts them. But when we when you find out that, like, oh, the guy was working for the doctor all along, it's like you don't need that monk to come. Like, it could have just been a tense moment where he's like, we're going to double-check your stuff or whatever, and then he lets them go. Right. You know? So, yeah, so part of, like, the thing with, like, the references to, like, the sound of drums, I feel like most of my thoughts are Bill Phil, so I just want to, like, get Missy out of the way. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I was, well... Oh, okay, yeah, I guess so. Because I was going to say I wanted to go into when she, when they reached the doctor, but that is Bill Phil. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, okay, let's just get through all other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> this will mostly be a Bill episode, um, <laughs> as it should be. But, so yeah, so Missy, we finally get to, like, see inside of the vault. And it's interesting because she's like, and maybe this is just when, like, the doctor, well, no, because then at the very end the doctor and and missy are like sitting in those chairs but at once she's like enclosed in another type of prison where um yeah and maybe it's just because bill was there and so he was like nah i can't can't come to her um i love that bill like again questions (laughs) she's like why you got a woman just locked up in this vault and then when she says oh i thought it was a monster (laughs) doctor's like ha well about that um which is like it's not wrong yeah (laughs) She actually is. But it's interesting to see, like, she's learning how to be good. And that's, like, her... So she's it's kind of like she's in that vault because she's going through withdrawals. And she just needs to, like... Time out. Mm-hmm. How to be good. Title of a really good book by Nick Hornby. Continue. Okay. Sorry. Um, I just wanted to name drop that if you guys are interested, you can read that book. Um, cool. So, yeah. So just, like... It was interesting to see, like, mainly she's there for herself and not for, like, I mean, you know, and obviously for others, because if she did slip up, that would mean hell people would die. Um, But I also like that her trying to learn that doesn't take away from how ridiculous she is. Um, And I also appreciated that she said Nardo looks like an egg, because... I thought you would like that. Yeah. And also he does. He does. Just facts. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I do like that 
she comments on the fact that, like, they haven't come to visit her. Mm-hmm. And so I can see the doctor opening the vault and going and sitting with Missy in those chairs and letting her, you know, out. I think that he probably um, put the force field around where around her because Bill was coming into the vault. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm interested to know, like, what it looks like when Nardo comes to visit her. Is it just what we saw when she knocked on the door, you know, and he was down there checking the lock? Is that what she consider a visit? You know, right. or does he go into the vault and sit with her? Um, and also, in her quest to, like, learn how to be good, how is she doing that in basically solitary confinement? Because right. she is crazy, and that tends to make people crazier. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're not good with people and dealing with others without killing them being by yourself just seems like a bad plan so yeah I want to see more of that explainer is it just the doctor coming to teach her or what you know mm-hmm. um and then I, I also like um like you kind of see the differences between I mean you know clearly there are a lot of differences but in her quest to be good like her idea of what it means to be good and it's like you know an age-old kind of argument right and it's like you know you kill one to save thousands um versus the doctor who's like nah everybody lives (laughs) and in saying no everybody lives then there are casualties right but then like in that way he doesn't but that way he doesn't take right but in that way he doesn't take responsibility for those casualties because you know what I mean? It's easier for him to forget it if he goes, yeah. no, we're just trying to try to save everyone as opposed to killing the one person who could prevent all of those things. You know what I mean? And he doesn't, he doesn't kill them himself. Like circumstances right. happen that, you know, they get hit by the monks, whatever, and the monks kill them. But, could that have been prevented if they weren't going on this, like, suicide mission to save everyone without killing Bill, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's an interesting argument, but yeah, I, I like I like that they bring it up. Yeah, and then, like, Missy even tells the doctor, your version of good is vain, arrogant, and sentimental, which is, which are, like, three words that really describe the doctor really well. <laughs> it's like it's not false, right? It's really not false. Like she said that and I was like, ooh, let me write that down because that's literally who this dude is. Like Yeah. And then I also before we move to I don't know, do you have any other things about Missy before I Yeah, I just was um shocked. Okay, so this is kind of goes into the overarching episode too, is I was cause because it was so heavily reminiscent of Sound of the Drums. I really thought that this is when John, um, when the old master John Sims would come back. Uh And so I was kind of waiting for it, and then it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm really, like, interested to see how that plays out. Um, And then this isn't really about Missy, but before we get into the Bill Phils, like, when the Doctor and Arnold are setting Bill up, and he regenerates, like, that was, like, how do you fake that? Like, <laughs> right. how does, because I have questions there. So those are, like, the two, like, last things that I wanted to just throw out there um, for our listeners yeah. who can, like, tweet at us on Twitter if you have ideas, like, how do you fake regeneration um, without 
wasting ener- regeneration energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the master didn't come back, or if there weren't two masters in this one, how are they going to do that? Right. I actually have two thoughts now. Um, one that I forgot to say and one that just popped in my head as you were talking. One is that at the end, Missy does start to say that she's feeling remorse, um, which is one of the two right. moments when I thought of Harry Potter because that's how my brain works. So I was like, oh, she's just stitching those four cruxes back together. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, so she's starting to feel remorse, which I think is really important. Um, and the other thing is I'm wondering, like, because, again, we're still trying to figure out what capacity her previous, um, you know, John Sims master is going to show up. And part of me was like, at first I was like, "Mm, maybe he's going to like come back and then turn her bad again. And then I was like, maybe we'll get to see him regenerate into Missy. That could be cool. That would be cool. Um, I also, but then that, I I don't know if that would be that cool because that's going to then take us back to time of the doctor or whatever. Um, it was like Sound of the Drums and the second part of Sound of the Drums. I can't remember the actual name of it. But, um... Oh, uh, where he's all hungry and stuff? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, where, when he dies, basically. Um, yeah. And then the doctor turns into that old little man. No, no, no. I That's two different that. ones. That's two different ones. End of Time was when he, uh, was, like, hungry. And yeah, isn't it Sound of the Drums and then End of Time? No. Or, like... Sound of Drums is with Martha, and that's when she goes around the world. End of Time is at the very Mm -hmm. end, and the Doctor's running around with Wilfred Mott. So that's at the very end of the Doctor. That's right before he regenerates. So he came back twice. Or he came, yeah. Not not before the Doctor regenerates, before the the Master regenerates, because his wife shoots him. Yeah, and he doesn't really regenerate, though. Because he he dies, he dies. No, he refuses to regenerate, and then they bring him back for the end of time. Which is the full, which is like the very okay. last tenant episode. You know what? Because I haven't rewatched those, and I'm not going to. And you can't. I mean, they're not. They're not. The end of time is you. not great. I don't particularly okay. care for I, I John Sims Master, but I think it's mainly because I don't care for those episodes. <laughs> I don't think it has so much to do with him as it does those episodes. So I'm not going to begrudge you that. Um, okay, yeah. before we move on to Bill Phil's last, last uh, Harry Potter thought I had, the doctor tells Bill that she's safest by his side. And I was like, I mean, that sounds like Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. It's the safest place for you, but there's like <laughs> monsters in the, in the battle. There's 300 dogs and basilisks and like, you know, you could <laughs> you lose all your bones in your arm. You can't go in the Forbidden Forest because people could kill you there, but it's the safest place in the world. And I'm like, the do- doctor, like, how many companions have you lost? <laughs> right. And they were safe? Like, your last companion died. Yeah. And, like, you don't remember that, but still. The last Aww. three of them died. No, Donna, Donna didn't die. No. But she lost all I, of her I memory. Don't, I don't think that, I don't think of Amy and Rory as dying because they went back in time and then lived a life. I mean, they They were imprisoned for, like, <laughs> 30 years or something ridiculous. They were still imprisoned by the angels I thought they just, for all that time. I, I didn't know that they were imprisoned. I thought they were just... Well, like, they were still at, they were still at like, the Winter Key. Remember when they went back in time and old Rory was in that place with the angels? Because they were feeding off of his time energy and they kept him there. So then when Amy went back with them, they just stayed there. At least that's how I understood it. Okay. Well, then, yeah. No, 
with Matt. Um, yeah, so I think the other thing about the Doctor as Hogwarts is also, like, yeah, you're, you're definitely, like, not safer because you're literally in the eye of the storm. <laughs> like, wherever he goes, destruction and crap follows. But also, like, you're not safe anywhere. Like, it's just... Right. It's not... It's just... It's verifiably false. Like, this false sense of safety and this false sense of, like... And I'd argue that's worse, right? Like, thinking that he's going to be able to protect you every time and having, like... Right. And then if that doesn't happen... Right. Who gets really, like, gets really reckless, right? Because she starts to kind of rely too much on that like oh well, we got it we always we're always gonna figure it out we're mm-hmm. always gonna get out of this like no and i mean it was a similar thing with bill this episode right and like you know i guess we can go into bill fills now but like her yeah when she confronts the doctor and he's like nah i'm with the monks now and like her in her you could see her and first off pearl that act the acting was just that was the like, consideration girl, for the masters. Girl. That was the clip they go send out. They have to. Because I was sitting here like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm just, I feel it. Um, but yeah, but like when she realizes, right? When she's like, oh shit, I'm like actually on my own. And I've been holding on. That's the only thing I've been holding on to this whole time is the hope and like the faith that the doctor is going to come and he's going to fix it. And it's going to be cool. And I mean, who knows how much she really learned learned that at this point because it turned out to be a like to be false you know what I mean but that's always the thing that gets these companions in danger every time is that they are just like yeah the doctor is gonna fix it don't know how but it's gonna happen right. I'm safe regardless which is like not don't ask true too many questions. It'll, yeah um the other thing about Bill though that I thought was really interesting that I didn't expect but was good to see is that when she was on her own she was kind of, like, she was out there looking around, like, she saw the woman get got up by the state, and then she, um, she's, like, practicing her constant vigilance, you know what I mean? And she wasn't doing a lot, because she didn't really know what to do, but she was looking for Nardal and looking for the doctor in her own, like, kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, like, I don't know what I thought, like, I didn't, didn't think that she would just kind of fall in line, but she has kind of given the impression that she she wants she has a hard time not believing, and I'm I'm thinking mainly of like the first episode and then this the second part of this episode of um or I'm sorry not the first episode the, the episode where she moves into the house and then the second last episode of wanting to believe what's real and what's not real. Like, this is this is real life. Like, when I'm off on the TARDIS with you, like, that's something different. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, kind of her, how she reacted when he was like, hmm, you moved into this creepy-ass house. And she's like, nope, nothing to see here. This is just an old-ass, cre- creepy, like, house. But this is what I can afford because I'm a millennial. And then when they were finding out that they were in, like, that practice realm for the monks, and she was like, no, this is real, it feels real, this is real, this has to be it. So it's kind of shocked that she didn't let herself just, like, fall into that again when the monks came, like, nope, the monks have always been here, like, something seems a little bit off, but I'm gonna ignore it, Mm -hmm. because this is, you know... 
feels comfortable or whatever. So I was pleasantly surprised, but I liked that. Um, what is this episode eight now? So mm-hmm. eight episodes, however many months that she's been traveling with the doctor, she's already kind of breaking that down and looking for the truth. Um, can we also talk about these uh the Martha shoutouts in this episode? The jacket, the hair, the hair at the end. Both times, actually. The, the first time too, because it's it's very much like I said the first time too, because that's much a lot like Martha when she's like traveling around the world. Right. In the um in that episode, like her hair was slicked down and like you know. Um, and yeah, and then at the be- and then at the end, but it's like a little poof. Like, the like going around and looking for the doctor and like mm-hmm. being on your own while he's out there, like, you know, you can see him on TV. You know what I mean? But exactly. You're, like, off sneaking around, like that whole thing was very reminiscent of Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, now all we have to yeah, do is get I, them in the same place. Was... Right. Like oh my God. y'all keep you're teasing us, and I don't appreciate it. Like. Oh, we want Martha Jones. Canceled, rest in peace. But you know, like Freeman got some time off. Let's let's do this thing. Five um, minute cameo. That's it. Walk past each other on the street. Come on, like something. Yeah, I I really loved Bill this episode. Um, so let's just talk about her confronting the doctor and shooting him. Yeah. Because if that wasn't the, like, realist, I mean, she has that great speech, which we said was, like, her, you know, for your consideration speech. And the doctor comes back with his whole thing, and she was just like, nah, man, no, I did not do all of this for you to turn around and, like, side with the monks. Like, right. that's not how this works. Um, it's also interesting that he gets his sight back uh, the monks give him his sight back, and that he kind of uses that against her in a weird way. Like he didn't tell her that he was blind to begin with, and then when she asked for him to get his sight back, he says like, "You know, you start all of this because you didn't want me to be black." Which is like not really true, right? Like because if you had told her episode, I mean, like it is her fault in on the one hand because she did do that to save his eyes. Like, but, but on the other hand, you didn't, he needed his eyes so he could get, get out, out of, of the thing it. so he didn't die and, like, <laughs> blow up. So that's the other thing. is like, right. to save your entire life. And then the fact that, like, if you had told her way before that you were blind, then she would have come with you. Or, like, somebody, something, there would be a way to work around that, right? Versus, like, telling right. her in the moment when you're about to blow up that you can't see <laughs> and I also don't like it because it's like there are blind people who are like fully functioning humans. Like mm-hmm. very, it's a very ableist kind of thing. It is. And like, I was wondering like how they were going to handle that when they yeah. made him blind in the first place. I was like, so you're just going to, they, they use it more as like a, as a hindrance and like a, um, like a right. flaw versus like there Which are plenty of other things the, they could do with the it. Only been blind for a small amount of time, and you do need like an adjust, like an adjustment period. Right, fine, right. But if you had been straight up with her from the beginning, and you guys had like figured it out, and you had started to learn how to be blind, 
I don't think she would have done that, mm-hmm. right? But in her mind, you've been blind for like a week, and then you said, "I'm blind, and that's why I'm about to die." Not, I can't get out of this room, right. or I don't know the, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I need my eyes so I can get out of this room, and so that's where her brain went, right? Um, so it was interesting because when he did that I was annoyed and then when she came back at him and like and then shot him <laughs> I was like well there you go <laughs> like, right because I, I and I love that him. she shot him too right because like in her mind she's like well if you're working for the monks then like what's you can't be alive now it's just not right. a thing that can happen so sorry it's dangerous to not be on my side if you're working mm-hmm. against me you got to go yeah I also love that she shot him, too, because she doesn't know what that does, right? Like, right, because I was going to say, does she even know about regeneration? I don't think she does. Right, no, because he mentioned it, and she asked him, like, and then he put a pin in it. He was like, oh, let's go move into your house. So. Right. Um, so, what else Bill feels? Um, I am curious. I, this is just a random question. Um, so you know how the doctor took Bill's mom, like I went back to Bill's mom and took pictures of her and stuff. You think he took her on like an adventure or two? I don't think so. No. But that's a nice thought. It would be fun. But it's maybe, fine if that didn't happen. Like, but maybe he like swooned her. Maybe he like he courted his her mom <laughs> so that they could be like dating and then he could take the pictures and like you know. So he like hooked up with her mom, which would be kind of weird. Um, it would be, awesome. and then and then he's her father or something. That father. no, don't do right. soap That's opera. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the other thing about Bill this episode um, was her. She seemed much more sure of herself and much more like ready to go. She didn't have like as many questions after they talked to Missy, she was like, well, if I gotta die, I gotta die. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, she just seemed like, why are we going, why are we doing all of this stuff when, like, the answer's right in front of us? Like, which I'm not, I'm I'm also like, if y'all try to kill her again. Do they keep threatening to kill like, her? And I'm annoyed, yeah. and I would rather they, st- yeah. I need them to stop. Like, last episode, they were like, oh no, is this consent gonna work? And, like, the one before that, she died, and then we found out it wasn't real. And the one before that, she died, like, three times mm-hmm. up in space. I'm just like, what are you doing? Stop it. Right. Stop playing with her. Protect Bill. We must protect Bill at all costs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that even though I was like, she better not die, I liked that she wasn't scared of it she, mm-hmm. and like it, it took six months in this hellhole which I'm like I'm so sick of these frameworks man I'm so sick of them <laughs> so sick of them stop it stop it stop it I'm sick of these matrices no more <laughs> done it no more um but she was just like yeah come on quick and easy <laughs> And then when it wasn't going to be that, she was... She pulled a river. Right beside him. She pulled a river. Yeah. She definitely pulled a river. He got knocked out, and she chained him up and was like, okay, I'm doing this now. Yeah. Like, 
That was Which the river. Which was also part of my, um, she said, like, I don't want this, I, this isn't how I wanted our last conversation to go, and then he said, I don't want this to be our last conversation, and then I said, what? That was just so emotional. <laughs> oh my god. So emotional. It was so emotional. Um, yeah, I, uh, big, big fan of that. Um, can we also say that when Nardal comes in to her house, she picks up the stool, like that's gonna do something, and then picks, first she picks up the stool, and she's like, standing to fight, and then she's like, well, you know what, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hide with the stool, and if I have to use it, but I'm not just gonna, like, lunge. Right. Um, and then her question for Nardal, like, what sound does the Tardis Doris make? Chick, chick. <laughs> moment i forgot about that you know like the questions like only ones you would know yeah. is protection it's like you know post your post voldemort world you gotta know your enemies know your friends i just i appreciate the levity that dr who puts into their shows i just i appreciate it very much yeah that it's shit's always funny. good jokes like yeah it's not, it's not a Doctor Who episode. Even the terrifying ones, there are some good jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just prefer that there be less terrifying ones. I don't know. I feel like the season's been really heavy. I just want them to go on a nice little jaunt, get into some light trouble. You know. I miss the Cybermen, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. I think, they're, I think the Cybermen are coming back, though. Oh, man. I think, like, the the I, old I, school I, ones, though. Yeah. So all these, like, dudes in, in silver jumpsuits and, like, masks, basically, is what's going to show up. It's going to be like, all right, this is weird, but it's fine yeah. because, again, Cybermen are, Cybermen, like you said, are not really scary. Um, okay, so we should move on to quotes, but I just have also a question. Like, who is the hairstylist on the Doctor Who team because, like, they've been doing bills. I mean, unless it's just her, because I did read um, for Luke Cage that uh, Simone Missick, who plays Misty Knight, like, had to do her own hair for, like, for shooting or whatever. Um, But I'm like, her hair is always different, and it's, like, healthy and, like, well taken care of. You know, they're not trying to, like, do hella shit with her hair, but, like... I was a little upset this episode because they straightened it. You know, but I, like, I really wasn't mad. That nice chunky braid without... Yeah, that's true. But um, I wasn't mad about that, actually, because I was like, you know, you show the versatility. That's why I was asking, because I was like, all this time, it's you know, it's been out, it's been up in a puff, it's been, like, different styles, and this one, they're like, okay, we're going to straighten it. But they're not, like, now it's long, flowing locks that, you know what I mean? They bund it up and... Put it like you know what I mean. I just I appreciate the the versatility that they're showing versus like Martha had two hairstyles, um, and so yeah, um, maybe three. I think she wore her hair though, down once. <laughs> though I will say that I mean when you're traveling with the doctor, it's difficult. You gotta so yeah, to you like, gotta put it up. She had to protect, you protect them edges. Why you, why you spending all this time on hair day? <laughs> like, we got monks to defeat. Put that thing in a in a puff and let's go <laughs> it's true um yeah I, I i whoever is doing this 
the styling in general, I think, has been great because I noticed I clocked the doctor when she when they go to save him, his suit that he's wearing inside of the monk's temple, or inside of the boat. It was different, mm-hmm. um, but it was nice. I liked the cut. I liked what was going right. on there, and so I think every, like the whole makeup and wardrobe team. They're winning. Top notch work. They're winning. As a whole. Um, All right, so quotes from the TARDIS. However bad a situation is, if people think that's how it's always been, they put up with it. It's just a woman. I thought you had a monster in here or something. Why have you got a woman locked in a vault? Because even I think that's weird, and I've been attacked by a puddle. (laughs) I once built a gun out of leaves. You think I couldn't get through a door if I wanted to? Missy is my favorite. Because I would like to know the context of when she created this gun out of leaves. Right. <laughs> and, like... Right. But also, like, I was like, yeah, you probably did, Missy. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. No. I, I totally believe it. I didn't, get the, I didn't get the correct, like, wording. But when she was basically, like, um, telling them about the link, and they're like, oh, you kill her. I just pushed her. She was a little girl. I just pushed her in a volcano. <laughs> I was like, Missy, you can't be pushing girls in volcanoes. You can't just be pushing little girls into volcanoes. What's wrong with you? She's like, just, just a wee push. Just a... <laughs> nudge. Uh, away. Really quickly. Just a wee just girl. Hot mess. Um... <laughs> So this is the doctor saying, um, I can even throw in some other stuff. There are things I could change just by thinking. Racism. People who talk in cinemas. I would like to say that he followed, like, you know, a good thing with racism because black people talk in cinemas. I talk in cinemas. I try not to sometimes, but it's really difficult. We were trying really hard not to talk during The Cursed Child. That's just a thing that we do. And I feel like his persecution of us as a people... Is disrespectful. Right. Also, it kind of bothered me because of uh, what's going on in our own political landscape right now. <laughs> Bill Maher, cough, cough. But, right. like, you can't just think away racism. Like, it's structural. Right. Like, but it, maybe the way, but I, what I was thinking, right, is if he ends racism, that means he's going back to the to the time when they decided and they put all those categories together. And he's like, you know what? <laughs> that didn't happen. And then, boom, no racism. You got to go to the source. Because it, it was there was a source of it. Now it's just entrenched. All those fixed points in time. Okay. That's cool. We can do that. I mean, are they fixed? I mean, I do think that within this world, it would have to, because I don't think they can write a real, like, universe without racism. So he said it, and I was like, that's cool. And I'm glad that they're, like, mentioning it, because no other doctors have ever mentioned racism. Um, And some old Doctor Who episodes are racist. Oh, my God. The Pyramids of Mars. Oh, man. Classic Who. And, Yeah. It's yeah. laughably racist, um, though, because I remember watching four once, and I was really sitting here like, did y'all just, oh my god, and I just was like, die laughing, because it was just, it was too much. It was too much. Um, uh, fake News Central, and that's when they walked into uh, the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill's mom, you just went viral. He's trying so hard to be cool. I know. It's not working, but yeah. Um... So, Bill says, humans have learned that they can overthrow dictators and stuff if, if they band together. And then he goes and just completely destroys this poor girl walking by my home business and says, humanity's doomed to never learn from its mistakes. To which I say, valid. Yeah. It's true. Um, why do you put up with, with us then? In amongst seven billion, some are like you. That's why I put up with the rest of them. 
That was the sweetest, sweetest thing that you could have said to Bill, and I want them to never part. And then he said, go write that 3,000 word essay. Yeah. (laughs) Which is so funny. He said it's six months overdue. I was like, you're so rude. (laughs) That's hella rude, actually. That's disrespectful. She just saved the world. Let her live. Right. Give her a Did she get a week off or something? Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to Tarvis, uh, who watch. You can check us out at blackgirlscrate.org. You can read Connie's writing at the New York Daily News. Um, Constant Skids. She's a big deal. She got the check mark behind her name on Twitter. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at We Black and Nerds. Um, Bayana is Yana underscore Hallows, and I'm Robin with a Y underscore Ravenclaw. And Connie is Constar24 Avec Checkmark. And use the mm-hmm. hashtag Tarbis um, to share your thoughts with us and we can talk about this episode and other episodes and where you think this season is, how you think this season is going to wrap up um, on the social medias. Yeah, uh, join our Slack as well. We have a channel dedicated to Doctor Who, so if you want to, you know, do that with, like, a community of folks, you can do that. That's always fun. Um, If you're... Yeah, if you want to do that, there's also other things you can talk about. Um, Rate and review us on iTunes as well. That's super helpful. Um, And if you are a Potterhead, you can check out our other podcast, Wizard Team, hashtag Wizard Team, where we read... Harry Potter chapter by chapter. We're just wrapping up Goblet of Fire right now, so you'd come in at the most Oof. happiest of times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're coming in now, right now, you have like a hundred episodes to catch up, so maybe, you know, can stall that a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Don't stop but... at the end of Goblet of Fire <laughs> Everything is terrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So join us next week when we discuss episode nine, Empress of Mars. I think they're. I, I only watched like the uh, preview. I didn't read like the description. So I think they're in like the eighteen hundreds on Mars, which is right. interesting. And I'm curious because there is like I mentioned just a little a second ago. Um, there is a run for the Fourth Doctor where they deal with uh, it's all the pyramids of Mars. For some reason, it. I was like, is this gonna kind of play off that i'm not sure and also there's the waters of mars there are lots of things that happen on mars so you know i'm excited we'll see see where it goes and i thought the doctor was a martian for a very long time so you know like yep <laughs> all right we'll see you guys next week the black girls have the box